0: You missed confession huh i was like yeah she's like oh well i guess you'll have to leave and take your sins with you and i was like whoa <laughs> i was feeling bad about my sins and this lady just rubbed it in hello everyone my name is adam cross and i am a licensed marriage and family therapist and a youth minister in southern california and today i want to talk to you about reverence without rigidity let's go Working in a church, working in a parish, I've noticed that oftentimes there can be a strong culture of rigidity within the Catholic faith. I don't know if it's just me, I'm fairly young, but I think it's picked up a notch the past few years where Catholics can come in and they can have very strong opinions about liturgy, about worship, about expectations, about how people should dress, think, act, all of the above. And before I go any further, I just want to say that I am not putting down any type of liturgy or preferences or anything like that when it comes to worshiping. Our church needs a strong sense of reverence. And I know for me, I am drawn into the Holy Mass, the celebration of the Eucharist, when there is a sense of otherness of God, when there's a sense of the supernatural. And I think that's that's what's so beautiful about um, like the Latin Mass and, kind of going back to these things like incense and chanting and sometimes the more contemplative silence that brings us to this reminder that God is not just this dude right here. Jesus was fully man, fully God, but God is something outside of ourselves that we get to encounter and amass heaven kisses earth, the supernatural and the natural meet in the person of Jesus Christ. We need that reverence. We need to prepare our hearts, prepare our bodies right for how we dress, prepare our minds for what we're thinking about. We need to prepare with reverence, for reverence, to go into mass. So often that is not done. And people go to mass like they're going to the beach. Now, I wanted to start with that because the next thing I'm gonna say is more challenging. While we are made to show that reverence, we're made to encounter the supernaturalness of God, the otherness of God. We also can't be rigid or judgmental when the people around us aren't fulfilling our expectations. I've seen this in parishes where, where people go to Mass and they're in shorts and then some little old lady who has really good intentions comes up and says, God would not be pleased that you were here dressing like that. And for me, that's hard because we don't know where people are at. The church says we, we cannot judge people's hearts. That is God's God's role alone to, to be that judge. And right now he's calling us to mercy. He's not condemning us. He doesn't want to, he convicts us, but he's tugging on their hearts. So as, as humans, as fellow Catholics, as fellow parishioners, we are not called to condemn, we are not called to make people feel bad. And sometimes that can happen. There can be a spirit of elitism. This is how the liturgy is done. This is what you should be doing. This is how it is. There is definitely a, a better way to go to Mass. There are things that we um, are intended to do. But when it comes to one person shaming another in any sense, that is not the Spirit of God. That is not the Holy Spirit working. Another parishioner approaches someone and says, you know, Mother Mary would be so upset that you're, you're dressed the way you are. Or you're not supposed to do that in Mass. You're doing that wrong. Now, I have met people who they have finally decided to come back to church. And they are anxious and they are afraid and they maybe don't even remember all the mass parts or things have changed since since they have come. And if they are met with that type of mentality, if they are actually approached by somebody, they don't want to come back. Now, unfortunately, I have seen that first hand experience and I've even experienced it. So, um You know, one time I was going to confession at our parish and I missed confession. By like five minutes, the priest had just left and I was like, oh man, I really needed to go to confession. And again, this little old sweet lady who I know, she came up to me and she says, oh, you missed confession, huh? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, well, I guess you'll have to leave and take your sins with you. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) I was feeling bad about my sins. And this lady just rubbed it in that I missed going to confession. I was active in the church, I was working at the church, so I wasn't gonna come back. But what if that was somebody who hadn't come to the church for five, 10, 15, 20 years? Do we have a spirit of rigidity where there's no room for God to work, there's no room for the Holy Spirit in our reverence? I don't think that God wants us to be like the Pharisees, or we come down to the letter of the law, you're not doing this right. Why are you doing it this way? You are not following the rules. Our Catholic faith isn't about that because at the center of it is a relationship. It is a relationship with Jesus Christ and we have that relationship. We want to be transformed. We want to change our lives. But if we're enforcing rules without a relationship, it suddenly becomes cultish, right? Why are your ankles showing? That's not appropriate. Why are your shoulders showing? That's not appropriate. Where someone who doesn't have a relationship with God, it just sounds like this person hates my shoulders. It doesn't make sense. And the last thing I'll say is this, that in our church, there's been this culture. If you behave, you believe, then you will fit in and you will belong. And that has kind of been the culture in our church and it is still in our church in a lot of different places. But if we look at the gospel, right? Again, Jesus going to the sinners, Jesus going to the outcast jesus flips that narrative on its head and jesus says first you belong no matter what you are a son or daughter of the heavenly father you belong you belong that's it whether you're wearing jeans with holes in it to mass whether you're you know you're you're, you don't know what you're doing whether the priest is not following right the correct order of mass they belong in the church the second one is believe. If you know you belong, you want to understand what we believe as a church. I am a beloved son or daughter. I belong here. Now, what does God want from me? We begin to believe because we've encountered the living God and his teachings. And the last one is we become. We become new people. We become transformed because we've encountered Christ. Belong, believe, become. That is what we're made for. We're made for this encounter with Christ. We're made to reverence him, but we're also made for relationship with him. We're not called to be elitists. We're not called to make other people feel bad um, about how they worship, but we're called to meet people where they're at and to walk with them to be transformed. Enter into the mystery and the beauty of the Catholic Church and the beauty of worship and the different forms of worship that we have that express the otherness and the supernaturalness of God as heaven kisses earth at every single mass. So my challenge is this is, is seek out reverence, even seek out churches that, that again, again, engage the otherness of God, but invite the Holy spirit in to break through any hard heartedness and any rigidity that keeps us from loving people or even putting people into boxes as being lesser or not as knowledgeable or whatever it may be. Help us to remember our equality with even those who seem like they're sinning. They're not doing what they need to be doing. Jesus has died for us and for them equally, and we are not called to be rigid. We are called to die to ourselves and love them as Jesus has. So reverence without rigidity, that is the goal. And we can point fingers, but it starts with us. How are we living that out? How are we reverencing the Lord? And how are we loving others, not being rigid and uptight in our own boxes? How are we going out to the peripheries to love those who need Jesus the most? If you have any questions on this, um, feel free to comment below. If you wanna hit that like, subscribe button, I'd love to hear what you're thinking um, and encounters with this. And again, it's not about pointing fingers, it's about doing our own work to understand how we can grow in the love of God and take steps towards him each and every day. So thank you for watching and God bless.